0: Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Good morning, everyone. Lord bless you this day, and I hope that today is just fantastic for you because you're going to ask God to lead you, to open up doors for you, and to take you in new directions. And I believe, I hope you listen to the last two day's sermons that you will do extraordinary things, that you'll have ambition to be everything God has called you to be. In the last couple of days, I've talked about the prayer of Jabez, but I'm moving on today. And so I hope that uh, today's message and tomorrow's message will find a good home for you in your heart and mind, and that God would be with me as I share and be with you as you listen. Our Heavenly Father, you are so good to us. You are so good to us. You love us so much, and Lord, you gave your life for us. You died on a cross for us. And Jesus, we give you thanks and praise. And God, open our hearts and minds to your truth. Help us not to be critical people. Help us not to be turned away by others, but we would put our faith and trust in you. Help us not to be judgmental, but to allow you to do the judging and for us to do the following. Thank you for these dear people. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Luke nine twenty four and 25 says this. Do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets a prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. They do it they, to get a crown that will not last, but we do it to get a crown that will last forever. You are a champion. God sees you as a champion. So many times people allow circumstances to dictate who they are in life and the attitude they have. Folks, I want you to know, and you know by God's word, that God loves you faults and all because we all have them and I'm probably the king of faults. We all have them. You might be surprised to hear this, but we all have faults, none of us are perfect. And you understand that. I used to think my dad was perfect and my mom, they just were such exemplary uh, people. I mean they just were amazing, amazing people. But you know what? sometimes people we let faults we think we have all these faults and it destroys your self-image and it gives you a false identity. Well I got great news for you. We were created in the image of Almighty God. What more can one ask for than to be created in the image of Almighty God? I am so proud of many winners who have gone into battle for our great country. You know, we have so many people that have served our nation. I am a person so incredibly grateful for our veterans. I am very, very thankful that they said yes to the call I In my family, I don't have a lot of military background. My great-grandfather, Joseph Doherty, fought in the Civil War out of Missouri and uh, was very, very proud of him. He came over from Ireland and ended up fighting in the Civil War. And my dad was in the, I think it was in the National Guard or something like that, but... Uh, you know, I could when I went. I was in that year. I was at the tail end of the Vietnam era, and and I had we had to, we had to fill out draft cards, and I filled out a draft card, and but the, my issue was I wouldn't been drafted because I one I had flat feet, and two I had no cartilages in one of my knees, and so uh, you know I wasn't ineligible to go. But I I, I so appreciate the, those have gone and fought for our country and continue to fight for our country. We love honoring our vets. We love those days at church uh, on Veterans Day and Memorial Day that we we honor our vets. We're so proud of who they are and how they served America and how so many died for America. I'm sure some of you have relatives that have died uh, for the cause of this country. But, folks, I'm telling you something: the greater cause is a cause of Jesus Christ. Cause of Jesus Christ. A years ago, I read an article from Mac Jones of The Huffington Post, and I found out a few things. Are you aware that twelve per cent of the homeless population are those who have returned from serving? I wasn't, but they were people who served on any given night in America. Sixty to eighty thousand veterans are homeless. 90% of military spouses are underemployed making 38% less than the civilians in the same job. Folks, this shouldn't be. And I believe those who serve our country are winners and they have to and they have and continue to fight for our rights and for our freedom. Well, the roots of of even even days like Memorial Day, you know, which is coming up in May a few months away, Uh, From 1865, after the Civil War was completed, America lost 620,000 soldiers as they were dedicated to the country. We need to be dedicated to our God and to run the race to receive the prize that God has for all those who love him. At the legislature this last week, one of our pages uh, goes to Boise High School, and he runs cross country. And he was telling me, Uh, telling us that on, I think it's on Saturdays, that he runs anywhere from 7 to 15 miles to prepare for cross-country meets. And, of course, Boise... Boise High School is a legend for cross-country. Their women's team and their men's, they are tremendous at cross-country. They're not so good at some other sports, but cross-country, they are winners because they work out. They work out hard. They work towards being a winner and towards doing that, what it takes to, to be a better runner, to go towards a prize. And that's what we see in the Word of God today is the importance of running the race to win the prize, running the race of life. There's so many times there we enter things. We, we know the odds are stacked against us. Playing and coaching sports my entire life, I dealt with that. In high school, the team I played on, and, and we played a team from Oregon that was in the midst of a 56-game winning streak, and they actually it, it still holds today as the longest football winning streak in Oregon. And we were beaten by over 50 points. Our coach... Um, kept all of us all that from us we didn't know about we were playing the team that 50 said we didn't have any idea until later So we went to the game thinking this is a small Oregon school and playing at school in Idaho, maybe we'll show them (laughs) how to play real football. Yeah, when we got on the field, I didn't notice anything different about them except their uniforms looked like the Oakland Raiders. They were not large in size. They were very small, the the team, the players. I mean, they were probably average about 5'9", 170 pounds. I was a freshman. I was 6'2", 195 pounds, and I don't think they had anybody my size on that team. But let me tell you. They had a championship mentality. they played with precision. They were the greatest team I'd ever seen in high school football at any level and I had watched Bora during all those years that they were the best you know that set all these records and D Pancrats but these guys were a whole different level. I just I was in shock. we were so much shocked we lost the gabe. 82 to nothing. Yes, you heard it right. 82 to nothing. I imagine their coach taught them to go into the game knowing they're going to win and to play like champions. And that's exactly what God wants us to do. To go into the game of life and to win and to live life like champions. To do that, which you must do, you need to do several things. One is you need to guard your mind. And control your thoughts. You know the enemy is out there. He's wanting you to believe you're a failure. He's wanting you to believe you're a lost cause. He's wanting to believe you can't make it in life. The enemy says, oh, take a look at this. Look what you've done here. Oh, you blundered this. You've blundered that. People of God, that's just the enemy. That's just the enemy. Because Christ is telling you that you can do all things through him who gives you strength. We find that in... Philippians 4.13, you can do all things. The question is, do you believe that? Are you standing on that? There's an old song that we sang growing up as a hymn. I love old hymns because I was raised with them. But it's standing on the promises of God. Standing, standing, standing on the promises of God. People of God, are you standing on the promises of God? Or are you letting the world get into your head? Are you letting the world dictate to you? Maybe sometimes even your folks or people that are out there that are not breathing positive news to you. Folks, we've got to be people who listen and are obedient to God's words. Kind of like what I shared the first couple of days of the week about the prayer of Jabez, praying that God would expand our territory, that God would take care of us, that God would watch over us. That's what Jabez was praying, and God blessed him and anointed him people of God, God will bless and anoint those who put him first. You might not always see it because the enemy will always dangle something in front of you saying, oh, see, that didn't work. Oh, see, if the Bible says if you do this, this will happen and it doesn't. That's the enemy. He's telling you, you can't make it. He thinks he wants you to think that you're a failure. He wants you to think that you're not being the Christian you should be. He wants you to think that you need to be perfect. Folks, I've got news for you. No one is perfect. No, not one. But we can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's leading and allow the Spirit of God to take us to new heights in our life, to see us through issues, to help us become everything that he has called us to be, And not to be sitting on the fence with our walk with God, but to be standing on the promises of God and to prepare for that race so that we can win the prize. You know what, like I talked about cross country, I love track. One of the favorite things, you know, I love sports, but I really love watching track. I love watching some of the great tracksters. We had a guy in our church. He plays for Boise State football. His name is Austin Bolt. And uh, his junior year, he ran like a 47.7400, which is Amazing, and he was going to break the state record the next year, the senior year. But COVID came, and they weren't able to run. And uh, but I'm telling you what, the kid's amazing. But you keep training towards being the best you can be. God wants you to be the best you can be. Keep moving forward. We'll continue tomorrow. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast, or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208. 208- 362 1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God 3755 South Cloverdale Road Boise Idaho 83709 you may also visit us at our website www.cloverdalechurch.org thank you for listening and have a blessed day.